How do I know you're not an attorney during the day and a serial killer at night and on weekends? My tone is dead serious. You did have duct tape in your trunk. I'm not joking, and his breathing gets heavier at the other end. Maybe he is a serial killer, and he's thinking how to do me in even now because I've annoyed the hell out of him. You'll have to trust me that I'm not. His voice is calm and unnervingly even. Trust. Oh, sure. A concept that for me doesn't exist, my brain reminds me. It's hard for me to trust, I admit, clearing my throat. Look, Miss Hayward, he says, slightly annoyed. I have no intention of harming you whatsoever. I felt sorry that you were spending your birthday alone. Since we met during unpleasant circumstances, I just thought I'd offer you a chance to celebrate. Nothing more. I've offended him. Guilt washes over me and anxiety gnaws at my stomach. I hate it when I've annoyed people, especially when they are trying to be nice. It's not my intention to make him dislike me. Rejection hurts, even from strangers. Perhaps I'm reading way too much into this, like I usually do, so I relent. Okay, then. Five o'clock? I'll meet you in the lobby of your building? He sounds as if he's about to spring out into a chorus of hallelujah. Okay. I'm feeling the usual deer-in-the-headlights syndrome. I can't think of anything to say because my brain is frozen. He gets what he wants, and I can't say no. Okay, five o'clock in the lobby, I repeat. See you then, he replies and hangs up. Immediately, I feel like I'm on the verge of a panic attack. I hate doing things I don't want to do. Now I'm mad at myself for giving in to his offer and want to throw up. I wander back to my desk, clutching my phone with a death grip. I don't want to do this, I moan again to myself, but now I'm committed. Stand him up, the cowardly little voice inside suggests. No, I can't, I dismiss the taunt. He'll sue me if I do. For the next hour, I can hardly work, stewing over what's ahead. Time ticks toward the hour of doom. At quarter to five, I run into the ladies' room and powder my nose. My dull blonde hair is in disarray. Thank goodness I find a brush in the bottom of my purse. I try to untangle the strands, but I don't have any hairspray to make it stay. A quick freshening of my lipstick, a mint to suck on the way down to my rendezvous, and I think I'm ready. For what? I have no idea. As the elevator descends to the ground floor, so does my self-esteem. Why is this man insisting on taking me out for a drink on my birthday? He's way out of my league, and I question his motives. I'm beginning to wonder if he thinks I'll sleep with him so he won't sue me. When the elevator door opens, my brick wall is stacked high. After inhaling a deep breath, I turn the corner and enter the lobby. He's standing by the front door with his hands in his pockets. For a minute, I think he looks worried and uneasy, too. Maybe he's having second thoughts. It helps with my jitters. I walk toward him, and he turns around at the sound of my heels clicking across the lobby floor. A smile spreads across his face, and he suddenly looks relieved. Rachel, he says, flashing a smile. I'm glad you're here. I stop a few feet away and release a coy grin myself. Did you think I'd stand you up? He tilts his head and glances at the floor. Oh, the thought crossed my mind. It crossed mine, too. I admit to my shame. But I'm here. Yes, you are, he says with a smirk. 
He gazes intently at me, roving his eyes up and down my frame. Is he undressing me in his mind or something? I'm a bit miffed. So, what's next? I eye the revolving door, wishing I could make a quick escape. I thought we'd have a drink down the street at a small Italian restaurant that I like. They have a cozy bar where we can talk, if you're sure you don't want anything to eat. I'm sure, I say, feeling my stomach growling. I can't eat next to this man or I'll be running to the ladies' room every five minutes. Nervous heebie-jeebies and humiliation come in all forms when dealing with my anxieties. It's not worth the risk. He walks alongside of me and makes no attempt to touch, for which I'm thankful. I try and give him the benefit of the doubt, that this is a friendly birthday drink and nothing more. I can do this, I tell myself, as he holds the door open for me to enter.